0: What's up, y'all? I got a dance deal for you, Chicago. Hubbard Street Dance heats up the Harris Theater stage with its spring series of joy next week. Now this is some of the most dynamic, cutting edge contemporary dance made by the world's leading choreographers right here in Chicago. I'm excited for Echoes of Our Ancestors by Maria Torres, among other creators, but you can only catch it for three performances between May 17th and May 19th. Luckily, CityCast Chicago listeners can get tickets in any section for 20% off using code CityCast online or over the phone. Visit HubbardStreetDance.com for details and use code CityCast. Before we get to the show, I got a favor to ask. CityCast is surveying our listeners to help make CityCast Chicago a better, more useful podcast for you. You can head to citycast.fm slash survey to answer a couple of questions. It's only five minutes long. And when you finish, you'll be eligible to win a $250 Visa gift card. That's citycast.fm slash survey. We appreciate you. today on city cash chicago there is a new sport sweeping the city this summer pickleball yes it's growing so fast the city is set to build 50 new pickleball courts by 2025 but hold up is it worth the hype i talk with one of the athletes leading chicago's pickleball surge and your boy gets a lesson It's Wednesday, May 31st. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is What Chicago's Talking About. I'm here with producer Samal Alisea at Maggie Daly Park. We're in the most... Uh, northeastern corner of the park at the tennis courts. There are about six courts here. Uh, What's funny is when you show up to the tennis courts, at this moment, every single person out here is playing tennis. Uh, But they also got some pickleball court guidelines here that tell you, uh, you know, games go to 11 points, must win by two. I have no idea what most of this means. Right now, they're about... Three courts full with people playing tennis, but I am sitting on the sideline with the founder of Toss and Spin, Chris Clark. Chris, welcome to City Cash Chicago. Appreciate it. I'm so excited to be a part of what you guys are doing and love the platform. Thank you so much. We're excited to be out here. There is not a cloud in the sky. It is very windy. But I want to start with a little bit of your background. Chris, you are a Division One tennis player, right? So these courts we're looking at right now, this, this is like your second home. How did you end up, you know, teaching people how to play pickleball?
1: Yeah, it's actually a quite interesting story. So, um, I'm a former college tennis player. Spent nine years in corporate. Uh, was furloughed during the pandemic. Found myself on the side of a tennis court, giving a few lessons, and then I said, you know, there has to be more to this. So, started tossing spin.
0: Because I think racket sports, pickleball, tennis, it's a stuffy sport. What do you mean? I grew up watching especially tennis, you know, watching the majors. And it seems like a high energy, very competitive. People are back and forth, yelling on the court. So so when you say stuffy, is that just – where does that come from?
1: Yeah, so I think a lot of people would consider it like a country club sport. Not true, You know, true. they would call me country club Chris Clark, right, <laughs> you know, growing up. Because they – I didn't play at a country club, but they're just like, tennis, that's for country club people. Pickleball, that's for – country club people. But I think pickleball is a little more progressive because it's low barrier entry sport. It's easy to just, you'll see today, there's no pickleball nets out here. I have a net with me, we'll set up in two or three minutes and then all of a sudden we're playing. But we can do that in the street, we can do it in the Mm -hmm. park, we can do it in our driveway. So you really don't need necessarily a facility to play this sport. And I think that's part of the reason why it's taking off. Mm -hmm. Like I said, we started as a tennis business and within six months of launching pickleball programming, like our pickleball business was three or four times the size of our tennis business.
0: We talk about it being one of the fastest growing sports in the country. But why is it catching on? You talk about other sports. Why isn't it tennis? Why isn't it badminton? Why isn't it even ping pong or something else? Why is pickleball capturing people's attention so much?
1: I think a lot of what you see is like the growth of pickleball. But tennis is actually growing very fast Mm -hmm. as well. So over the last couple of years, tennis has had uh, unprecedented growth. Like it had eight to ten years of declining uh, numbers from a player perspective in the last five three four years it's grown so then
0: with COVID just it's kind of a social distance for it right you don't, you don't have to be right next to each other to play
1: and I also say too like tennis is not the easiest thing to find partners to play I gotta ask you how good you are but pickleball everybody has these open plays so you just show up pickleball <laughs> is one of those things you can be good at like that like me and you are gonna play and you'll be pretty good right away and then you're like I want to play more What's going on? Where do I play? How do I sign up? That type of thing. So in theory, four pickleball courts, as you're looking, can fit on one tennis court. So oh. you can get a lot more people in the same amount. So you got two people playing tennis here. For pickleball, there could be up to 16 people out there playing on the same size court
0: Okay. right now.
1: And I always tell people coming out of COVID, we kind of forgot how to talk to one another. Mm-hmm. Like. It used to be the bar, and then you take the bar away, so now we have nowhere to go. But I think pickleball has literally saved lives just by networking, meeting new people. I mean, it brought us together, right? Like, the amount of people I met, pickleball, tennis, racket sports, is just amazing, Mm -hmm. amazing.
0: You're both a, a tennis player, and a pickleball player at this point, right? You you would say these two guys are playing. Sixteen pickleballers could be out there. I imagine that creates a lot of tension. Two people want to play tennis, but it's sixteen people out here. You're like, oh, well, I, oh, I guess I gotta wait. Is that a real thing, or is that just something you know the media says to, to kind of get? It's some definitely headlines? real.
1: But then I'm like, why? Like, I think if we take a step back and just see like the good in racket sports, the good in pickleball, what it's doing for people, it's kind of like. If you have this huge space and only two people can play, wouldn't you want 16 people to play? Or maybe you just have to reorganize your day so you can play during the day. There's plenty of tennis courts open, by the way, if we wanted to go and play tennis as well. So I just think it's like a silly, it's a silly feud that is going on, I think. Mm -hmm. But people do have very strong opinions. Like I met some friends. I'm never playing pickleball. I'm like, why not? I'm never playing tennis. Why not? What, what are the reasons that they're giving you? Why do tennis players not want to play? Pickle? From a tennis perspective, like it's still pretty quiet out here. Once you start hitting pickleballs, you hear this ping, 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 ping. depending on where you are in the city, like, some courts surround houses. So, like, they get frustrated because, like, you're eating dinner and all you can do is hear a ping, 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 ping. Mm. So that's, like, a common thing tennis players will say. It's loud. It's bringing a lot of people to the neighborhood park. And I'm like, well, that's what parks are for. They're free, for we can enjoy them. On the tennis side, I think people are just, I personally think, and you can quote me, I think some of them are scared that they'll actually like pickleball and then maybe they won't play as much tennis. So mm. I literally think like that's it. But I think you can play both. You can enjoy both. But those are some of the common things you you hear
0: from players. Is there any kind of hierarchy there? Tennis players look down on pickleball players? How,
1: yeah, absolutely. I think it comes from and what you'll see is even now tennis players are – you know take a week and then all of a sudden they're on the pro pickleball tour so there's no like sport where you can just jump into and you're like somewhat good so i feel like a lot of people not just tennis players will look down on pickleball because they're like it's not a real sport like i played twice and i'm like pretty good at it like sports shouldn't be like that way but i think it's okay i think i want more people to come into the sport because it's going to present more opportunities too
0: Honestly, the argument people make towards any competitive activity, calling it a sport or not a sport, seems like a waste of time to me. Right? If it takes physical exertion, if people enjoy it, if people love gathering to do it, uh, who cares about flexing what the definition uh, of a sport is? I love is. that. I
1: think you're, you're 100% right. Like, we're out there to have a good time. And to me, that's what life is about, because life is short. Enjoy the days you have, enjoy what you do, enjoy the people around you, and this is another vehicle to do that.
0: your destination for advanced clear aligner solutions. P.S., they got another clinic on the way, so stay tuned for their Old Town location. So we talked about the craze and the energy. Let's talk about the game a little bit. What do you need to play pickleball, and how is the game structured? The game, I would say, it's played on... A smaller
1: tennis court, right? Is
0: that these blue lines? I am looking at a regulation tennis
1: court. You see the four pickleball courts on one tennis court set up. So you'll see a lot of that set up across the country as we go. So doubles is much more popular, in my opinion, than singles. Singles is actually pretty physical because it's a lot of just stopping and
0: going. Mm -hmm. Nice. Switch hitter. So I'm holding my toss and spin paddle. It's Honestly, it feels... Less heavy, obviously, than like a tennis racket, but I can't even tell how much heavier it is than like a ping pong paddle. This feels just like a wiffle ball, uh, baseball, like you play like, um, like wiffle ball bat with, right?
1: So let's just look at, let's just look at the court, right? So here's the kitchen line, right? Mm-hmm. Or they also call it the no volley zone. The ball has to bounce, in the kitchen before you can step into it. If not, you lose the point. So we're gonna do a little drill and I teach as we go. We're just gonna dink over the net and you want the ball to hit on your side and then land inside the kitchen, okay? So we're gonna see if we can do 10 back and forth, nice and soft. Other thing I'll tell you is pickleball is a finesse game. So in tennis, you actually have to hit the ball hard, but patience and per- the person who hits the ball with more finesse, a little more patient and pickleball, waiting for their opportunities is gonna be the one who wins. All right, so now let's do this. We're gonna volley out of the air, okay? okay? So we're gonna volley, volley, back and forth, good. All right, so, so you got the volley, you got the dink. Now let's teach you the serve. And the serve looks like that. Good, yep. Now you're ready to play. No other sport, I don't care how good of a baseball or football player you are, You need months before you can actually get to this point. But in pickleball, you took 10, 15 minutes, right? It's actually seven minutes and 56 seconds. Seven minutes and 56 seconds. So that, to me, that's the answer of why pickleball is growing so fast. Because as adults, like, yes, we like to learn new things, but we want to play, like, I'm, I'm trying to play.
0: You talk about accessibility. What is the cost to play pickleball in terms of rackets, balls, things like that?
1: Yeah. So let's let's just say I have a house south side of Chicago, I have a driveway and so I need a net. Okay. So let's call it a hundred bucks for a net, put it in my driveway. I'm going to pay $10 to tape down some lines. I'm going to pay another $15 for four paddles and I'm going to pay eight bucks for balls. So for under $200, you have your own personal court in your front yard and you can pop up a net and
0: play. And that is why pickleball is taking off. Mm-hmm. Do you know, would you get in trouble if you went to like your local park and I put down some tape on the tennis course? Do you know if there are like penalties for that? Do people seem so, to get upset about that?
1: You'll probably piss off the
0: local tennis players. Okay.
1: So a lot of times like, We tape down lines at places we have already had the permits. So, like, let's say we had court one. If I wanted to play tennis instead of pickleball, we can do that. But a lot of times there is animosity. Like, not now because, I mean, pretty much we're the only people out here. So if I wanted to tape lines, no one's going to stop us, right? But if you came at, like, 6 p.m. when everybody got off work and they had a bad day and the only one thing that's going to make them happy is playing tennis and you tape down lines, that's where some of the animosity comes from.
0: It's funny. I told a few people that I was coming to take lessons today, coming to learn about it. People was like, yeah, I need this conversation. I've been hearing so much about it, but I'm not sure where people are playing. You talk about if you got a driveway, you got the space. But if not, where are the best places to play in the city? And are there any neighborhoods that have really taken up pickleball more than others?
1: So right here, I think the largest, the most courts in Chicago is, is here. So these are lined. I want to say there's 16 pickleball courts. Grant Park is actually building 16 pickleball courts as well. Um, Up north at Horner Park, you have another 10 pickleball courts, but really any park district now is virtually in the city of Chicago is offering uh, pickleball classes.
0: The city is set to build at least 50 pickleball courts by 2025. What else do you want to see for the growth of not only infrastructure, but the sport of pickleball in Chicago?
1: So I want to see it more um, on the south side. Like a, a, a big thing I said and why I started Toss and Spin is to provide access and enjoyment through racket sports because it's stuffy. So I want to see like a better mix of people because it's very special if I look at the tennis courts and I'm like, there's a good mix of people out here I want to play. But it's very hard to be interested in things where you don't think people play that look like you. Mm-hmm. So whether I'm white, black, what whatever background I am, like, if there's a mix of people, you want to get in on it. And that's why a lot of the products we offer from pickle fit to pickle trap to trap tennis, like we offer I saw these glow, things. Glow in the dark pickleball. Glow in the dark. We offer these things to get like, wow, well, I want to learn pickleball. Let's Why not do it with some music and glow in the dark? Um, but the park district's actually doing, they're doing a good job of organizing programming. We're supporting them and adding programming on in terms of what they do as well. And the goal is just to amplify create build and amplify <laughs> oh, good shot. That's my shot. How was it? How did how you find it?
0: I'm not going to lie, that was fun as hell. Fun as hell. The fact that it was really easy to pick up and it does feel like from a mechanic standpoint like a slightly more athletic ping pong just in terms of how the ball feels coming off the racket how much I actually have to put into it Um, I'm a little pissed that we got to stop right now because it was like 6-3. I know you were taking it easy on me, but I was like inching my way back. I wasn't going to win, but I scored more than one point, which, you know, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. Hey, I appreciate you making time for us, Chris.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate the space.
0: Before I let you go, a little bit of news. About 300 migrants, all families, have moved into Wright College on the northwest side, with more people expected. City officials say the community college gymnasium and atrium will house individuals until August 1st. The Bears have started demolition at the Arlington International Course. It's another step towards the team goal to build a stadium and entertainment district on the more than 300 acre northwest suburban site. After three years closed, the Ping Tong Memorial Bowhouse is open and offering kayak rentals and river tours. And <music> some good news Uptown Art Week begins tomorrow. The four day event will include over 150 artists, new murals coming to the neighborhood, and a block party this Saturday on Clifton Avenue between Wilson Ave and North Broadway. As always, we appreciate you for listening. Subscribe to our daily newsletter, "Hey Chicago" at Chicago.CityCast.FM. Our lead producer, Simone Alisea is behind the mic tomorrow. Hopefully, I'm here to break down some key stories with you on Friday. Peace. Heads up! Oh. Oh. <laughs> I heard it right out. All right, so
1: that's an important thing, though, why a lot of people like playing pickleball, because... If that was a tennis ball, that might have stung a little that bit. Pickleball, like you didn't even flinch. You're like, wait, did a, did a bug hit me or what happened? A ball hit Jacoby yeah. on the head.